0: Good evening, Vancouver, and welcome to Canucks After Dark, a new countdown uh, for a new year. Uh, it is t- uh, April 11th, 2022. Our first show was April 12th, 2021 trade deadline day last year. So welcome to our one year extravaganza. Uh, my name is Parker. Go by Parker Bucks I'm joined as always by my co-host, Canuck Clay. How are you doing, Clay?
1: I am great, Parker, How, and happy anniversary to us, or happy birthday, whatever you yes. want to call it, birthday anniversary, milestone. Technically, as you mentioned, we are two hours away, but basically, we can celebrate, because we're not going to do a show tomorrow. So, let's celebrate tonight with each other, with so our loyal what? viewers, yeah. Oh, oh that's on, awesome.
0: bro. <laughs> it's okay, we came prepared, because I have, I have more. Oh, this one oh. broke too. <laughs> these, are, no, you... these were from the dollar store, so they're not that... in great shape. All oh, right, and I can tell you overpaid. <laughs> they We've had these for years in the house, uh, but I've got a birthday hat, and uh, yeah, it is our it is our one year. We've got a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, we had yeah, three you... big wins for the Canucks that, remember last week, we were talking about how it's over because there's no way they're going to win 12 in a row. Well, now they only have to win nine in a row, uh, so well... we get a little bit closer. We'll talk about all that. Uh, we'll do a little reflecting on our year, um, mm. and we'll talk about you know what chances the uh, the Canucks have and all that
1: good stuff. Um, anything else before we get started? Okay, what, one braggy thing. I think you saw it, Parker, but I just want to say I might go to Sweden with my son Jacob for a, yes a, a world junior bowling tournament. <laughs> Now, I, there's less, I, worse places to go. I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say the Canucks won't be playing in the middle of June. Is that rude of me to say? Oh, it's classic negative clay. Always thinking the Canucks aren't
0: going to win. The Canucks should tank. <laughs> this guy. Always right. so negative. They're not going to make the Stanley Cup Finals this year. I'll have you know that Money Puck has the Canucks currently yeah. at a 0.1% chance of winning. Okay. The Stanley Cup. If they beat the Vegas Golden Knights tomorrow in regulation, they will have a 0.6% chance of making the Stanley Cup finals. That is math. That is undeniable. So there's a 0.6% chance you are wrong.
1: Okay, how about how tomorrow. about if we if we beat Vegas tomorrow, what's our percentage of actually making it to the playoffs?
0: We'll get to that. That's one oh, of oh, the topics. Oh, oh. Okay, I'm excited. It's, it's about the tease, well,
1: all right? Well, Parker, I promise you for year 2, I will be much more positive. I promise.
0: Yes, it's been the real issue with this show has been your just negativity. And if we're going to reflect on our first year, that's that's the criticism I have to give you because um, it's I'll... just it's just unacceptable. Much like um, Alex
1: Chase on. I will be better. Yes,
0: he has been. We'll get to that as well. Uh, let's start off by going over these last uh, these last three games for the Vancouver Canucks. They took on. Um, the Vegas Golden Knights. They took on the Arizona Coyotes, two teams that they're going to have again this week. Kind of a weird setup, the fact that they do that again. Yeah. Uh, and they had the San Jose Sharks. Let's start off with uh, Wednesday's game, April 6th. Uh, Vancouver Canucks go on the road, go to Las Vegas. And for the first time ever, they beat Vegas on Vegas Ice, I think, or was the first regulation one? Uh, it was something that first, hadn't happened
1: before. First regulation win for sure. And maybe it's the first win in Vegas, too, which is really crazy.
0: It might be though. That doesn't sound like you're reason. right. They've they've yep. struggled against Vegas historically. Um, a game that the Canucks just sort of ran away with. Uh starts out with an eichel goal uh 12 minutes into the first period. Um, mm. and then the Canucks just just sort of put their foot on the gas. Now here's the thing. I don't really remember this game i I never i I, there's been so many games this year that i have filling up my brain 73 of them that i kind of get lost um we had a Bo horvat power play goal was that in the bumper
1: um yes nice no no yes it was it was the ekman larson shot a save by uh whoever was the net and then horvat put the put the rebound in
0: oh it was the rebound one okay yes not the plastic bumper play god i remember that now Uh, So that made it 1-1. Brad Richardson, 17 seconds later, uh, made it 2-1 for the Canucks. And the Canucks go in to the first intermission with a lead, something that they haven't done a lot of this year. Uh, And that's sort of been the trend of this last week. A team that has been historically great in third periods, basically making up for the lack of effort in the first. They come Mm -hmm. out, they surrender the lead, but they end the first period uh, out in front. And then they build on that second period we get a tanner pearson goal who has been actually good this year mm-hmm. half a point per game this year for tanner pearson can't complain too much about that on a three million dollar deal uh and then we get the Elias petterson goal um late in the second and then he adds another one just because in the third period so a two goal night for petterson three points on the score sheet uh and the canucks take down vegas five to one uh, and a game that really hurt Vegas's playoff hopes. Like that took them below 50%, um, which is a big hit for them. And that's, what's going to make tomorrow night's game. So interesting.
1: Yes. And a couple of things here, PD with the two goals and that last one, although it was basically, it didn't matter. They're up 4 one already, but that was a really nice play with chase on that, that they almost emulated the next Actually, we'll talk about this. The, the second game was almost like a carbon copy of this one. Also, Yeah, great point. It was a huge game for Vegas, Parker, and I was surprised they came out so flat. Yes, the Canucks were good, but it's not like they completely dominated because they were so good. Vegas was pretty bad, and it reminded me of how flat the Canucks looked when we lost those important games against Detroit and Buffalo. and It's kind of the same feel, but reversed, and I'm not complaining, but I was surprised that Vegas came out so flat.
0: Yeah, and and for the Canucks to come out well in the first, and again, it wasn't like like you said, it wasn't that the Canucks were on their A game. It, Vegas yeah. just sort of stooped to their level a bit, and the Canucks came <laughs> out on top. Um, and yeah, that that's uh, that second Patterson goal is great. That that play yeah. to get the stick on the puck, uh, yes, good play by Chase on to to make the nice pass over, easy goal uh, for Patterson. Leonard had a pretty bad night there, um, for Vegas. And, and got uh, off the of helmets. Yeah, those helmets are awesome. You like them? I, I think I like the idea of them. Okay. I like the idea of let's have some fun. Let's do something silly. If, yeah. the, if the Vancouver Canucks came out in chromed out green helmets. Yeah, that would be so cool.
1: That's true. Now that now that you say that, that's true.
0: Like, I don't that's think it true. would look good, but it would be cool. It would be. Um, and that's the most important thing. L.A. does it with a silver one. I think the silver looks yep. better um yeah. than the gold uh but i like that they're willing to have some fun with it uh i like that yeah. the league actually lets them do it uh so vegas was on a five game winning streak going into that game uh so the canucks oh. sort of the canucks sort of killed their momentum there uh yeah. which is huge um i want to see if, if they've, they've played since obviously right yeah. uh while you have... look that
1: up parker i do want to give some love speaking of cool to lucas for a nice cool donation of $10. Thank you. Lucas says, congrats on the one year anniversary gents in this next year. You guys got to do a post game live stream downtown. I think we could make that happen. If you two are going together. Yep. I think that's a great idea, Lucas. So thank you for your support over the past year. Um, and your, with your presence and your donations also very much appreciated. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much. Yeah, um, yeah. Vegas has played one game since, and they blew the doors off of Arizona, six-one. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> they got so they got mad. It
0: looks like it didn't it didn't impact them that much. Um, Vegas does some tough ones coming up, though. They've got they've got the Canucks tomorrow. They've got uh, Calgary. They've got Edmonton. We'll go into those. Obviously, we'll go into the Canucks games uh, coming up this week as well. But a big win for the Canucks, much needed. I mean, it took their yep. playoff chances from zero probably to two percent. Uh, <laughs> so a slight little uptick um and so the canucks then go um and then a couple nights later uh or this the next night back to back so one of the sort of stories of why the canucks were so dead in the water was that they had a bunch of back-to-backs they had three back-to-backs in the last month here right they had the those two games um vegas arizona they have another one coming up um oh what's the next one um 14th 18th 18th 19th monday tuesday next week is back to back and the last two games of the season are also back to back okay now that was this was going to be one that was uh, uh, so the canucks have the easier team on the second night which is kind of nice because they went vegas then arizona who they Mm -hmm. beat five one we'll get to that their next one is dallas and then ottawa so they get the easier one on the second night the problem is the last one's la and then edmonton so two tough ones right Um, right right but at least for this one the canucks took their scheduled loss on the road in arizona and they got a win out of it, and I pretty, like you said, sort of a carbon copy of the previous game. Another five <laughs> to one win. Yeah. This was the Alex Chase on show.
1: Three points, right? Him, Horvat, and PD. Three, Three points. points
0: two goals, one assist. He gets wow. the first one on a power play. Yeah. Um, which again, I don't remember what he did there. What was this goal? Do you remember this? Uh, pretty sure he tipped it.
1: Uh, actually no. This is the Petters. Uh, the he's
0: sitting. I, I'm watching it. I'm watching it. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I'm on the replay. Oh, it was a fire. A uh, great pass fired across from Lee's Patterson uh, back door uh, chase on sitting there, stick on the ice. All you got to do uh, that will typically work when you yep. have a Patterson out there as uh, so the Canucks strike first. And after the first period, once again, the Canucks have a one nothing lead. They are yes. ahead after one period, which is yep. very, very big for this team. They go to the second period and Bo Horvat scores twice in 38 seconds.
1: That was pretty good.
0: That was pretty good. I'd agree. Both of them from Pod Colson and Garland. So Pod Colson getting on the score sheet a little bit. He's been so, so good. Yeah. This last week. I mean, we'll, we'll get to it, but in that sharks game, I mean, he played almost 17 minutes, uh, which I think is his second highest in his career. Um, He has been uh, an absolute factor. Horvat has been turning it on. I mean, he gets his 30th goal of the year. this this game, which for a player who has had this whole, uh, should he even be the captain? and then coming out and be like, ah, oh, he's really underwhelming this year. Cause he's had these really cold stretches where almost nothing has gone his way. And then he comes out and now he has 30 goals, uh, which is absolutely crazy. Um, so 30 goal season for him, which is great. Um, Arizona tried to get back in at Schmaltz score, but then Patterson scored his 25th of the year after. And then Alex mm-hmm. chase on makes it five, one second power play goal of the night uh, in the third period. And uh, a pretty smooth sailing easy win. Canucks outshot the Coyotes. They went two for two in the power play. Yeah. A perfect penalty kill. Shot blocks were 17-3 to three in favor of Vancouver, so that probably had a bit of an impact. Uh, but the Canucks went out and the, they took down a team that they should beat, um, even though again, on the back-to-back, uh, but it worked out.
1: Yeah. A couple of things stood out to me, uh, Parker, for this game. When Nick Schmaltz scored for the Coyotes, making it 3-1, and then, you might remember, they scored the next goal. That got waved off that brought back. Right. So and then the connect scored right after that. So that went from a potential three-two game to a four-one game. And then you knew that there was no, you know, there was no worry there. But three-two is a lot, obviously a lot closer. So that was interesting. And yeah, the carbon copy is so interesting. It was not perfect, like identical scores. But yes, two for two on the power play three for three on the pedal kill the night before, two for three on the power play. Three for three on the penalty kill. They out hit the team by by six goal, uh, six hits. So there's just so many things. But the most important thing is you're right. It was uh, Halak was a net. He didn't have to do anything crazy, but he was just fine. And and the the schedule, the opponent allowed for a no brainer of a Demko on night one against the tougher team after the travel. Halak one day later acclimated. Travel still yes, but weaker team, and it worked out perfect. That's how it's supposed to work.
0: Right. And we've had this conversation of, well, do you just put the worst goalie in against the better team, take yeah. the loss, guarantee the win night two? the Canucks can't take any losses. <laughs> they have they have to if they can go, um, you know, 50 50 on both of them, that's what they have to take because they need every single point they can possibly yeah. get. I like you say, Halak did just OK. 964 yep. decent yeah. night, uh, decent 27 decent of 28. Tonight. Again, the one goal that didn't count, but it didn't count. So we knew we didn't yep. have to save it. We'll go with that. Exactly. Um, I do want a fun stat. Who do you think the Arizona coyotes time on ice leader was for the forwards that
1: night? Okay. I I don't know this, but the way you're talking and I know he plays for them. I'm going with Travis Boyd.
0: It was Travis Boyd. Travis Boyd played 20 minutes (laughs) in this hockey game. He played, (laughs) um, he played more than every other player except Shane Gostas Bear. Wow. So more, most of any forward, almost the most of any D man. Uh, I, I don't know why. He played, I guess, because he plays five minutes of power play time and a minute yeah. nine of shorthanded
1: time. Um, and they're missing yeah. Clayton Keller and Chick, like there. I get it, and yeah. But even with those guys, Arizona's marginally better. But uh, yeah, that's funny about Boyd. He's having a good season, actually.
0: Yeah, which is weird, right? Uh, I guess the fact that he he's putting up
1: you know thirty points,
0: it makes sense that he's playing some ice time, uh, especially yeah. after last year he he got two goals for the Canucks. Yeah, before we get to the
1: next one, let's give Carol some love. Thank you, Carol, for the donation. It must be a special night tonight. Congratulations on your one-year anniversary. I wish you both all the best in the new year, and we wish you the same, Carol. Thank you very much. That's awesome. Thank you,
0: Carol. Um, Yeah, so the Canucks take down the Coyotes. Two wins. Mm -hmm. Playoff Mm -hmm. odds getting up to about 3%, (laughs) I think, after this game. I think think it was like 3.3% on Money Puck after this game. And then the Canucks get the Sharks. Uh, And if I remember correctly, on the day the Canucks played the Sharks, which was two days ago, it was Saturday, I think Dallas got blown out, if I remember correctly. Um, Although I might be completely wrong, because it doesn't look like they even played that day.
1: No, I think Dallas lost on the Friday. Oh, they
0: did. Yeah. So Dallas lost to New Jersey on Saturday. Um, Oh, so Dallas's playoff odds took a hit. And the Canucks before this game started, went from, I think, 3.3 to 4.3 percent on money. All right. So then the Canucks go against San Jose and they get another win again, another chase on goal. This was a weird one because the Canucks never trailed, but they they let San Jose back in it twice. They score the first goal, Jason Dickinson, with a wild move, sort of controversial with the Burroughs hit, which (laughs) I thought probably worth two minutes. I I think it was a little high. Maybe it was. It wasn't really late, but I I could have seen them giving them giving them two minutes after that. Um, yeah. But Jason Dickinson just goes down the ice and and makes the nicest move he's ever made in his life. Didn't know uh, he knew how to do that. Yeah. yeah. No. And, and it's one nothing. Uh, the Sharks answer five minutes later on the power play. It's uh, it's Thomas Hurdle. Yep. So after one, it's tied um then early in the second period again so they scored two minutes into the first they score five minutes into the second it's connor garland who hadn't scored in 19 games uh on a little two-on-one sort of fakes yeah. the look over does the full sort of hip pivot nice. uh, to yeah. really sell it and then quickly pivot back and shoot it short side um who's their goalie uh kakanen really yep. cheated to the left there um so garland finds the opening but the sharks tie it again nick Benino, former canuck uh with eight to, or about a minute and a half to go in the second period. So the Canucks lead for almost the entire second period, but again they go into the intermission tied, And then mm-hmm. again they score early in the third period, uh, where Alex Chase on uh is, just keeps scoring. Uh a weird play where yeah uh, he sort of had a decent chance and the puck bounced around, ended up back on a stick, decent shot off the post and in. Uh and the Canucks didn't give that lead back. They almost did late, but they held on to it. Uh and then Luke Shen scored with under a second left. Um what was weird about this game, I was never stressed during this one. Mm-hmm. Is that weird? It felt like the Canucks were going to win the whole time, which yep. is such a weird feeling. But I, I don't know. It just it felt like the Canucks were the better team, even though, again, you look at shots. They're basically even it just felt like I was like, oh, yeah, I think they pull this game out. And I'm I still don't know why I felt that way.
1: Yeah, I, I saw, and this game also marked two really cool things. One of them is I know you did a post-game for the first time in three weeks, which was great. I was able to watch it. And I I, was, I also saw when you mentioned, oh yeah, because I, I forgot to mention in our wrap-up of this that I was going to the game, so thank you for the quick shout-out during your stream. Also, and it was cool because I brought Jake. He just got off a plane that morning, and he was basically falling asleep until the game started, and then, uh, and then he was able to see that win. But yes, I agree with you, and it's because we didn't feel... That worried because this is actually one of the few teams that we are ahead of in the standings and hasn't really been a thorn in our side recently. And maybe it's because, yeah, maybe because Demko was playing really strong. And despite you know, I didn't like Parker that we went 0 for seven on the power play. That that's pretty bad. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah. And the scary part about that is you know the other team's going to get a bunch of power plays too. Yes. Right? Yeah. whenever anything like that happens. And it did. Yep. I mean, the sharks got, it was over seven kind of over six, right? They only had, so the they had one, one was yeah. like 10 seconds. Yep. But I mean, the sharks had five power play opportunities. They scored on one, although I imagine, I guess one of their power play opportunities was also 10 seconds. Cause the Canucks took a penalty. Right. Um, right, but right. Yeah. So the sharks got their fair share and scored one. Um, yeah. And for a team where special teams has been the difference a lot this year, yeah. uh, where they have, you know, been absolutely useless shorthanded and mm-hmm. it has cost them a ton of games. This game, it was one of those ones where it definitely could have, uh, but the Canucks got away with it.
1: Did you see the little spat between uh, Logan Couture and Eric Carlson at the end of the game?
0: Yeah, that was interesting. Uh, So Carlson kind of cheated up at the end, hoping for a stretch pass, which I I think is a fine play with 10 seconds left. I don't think you're back-checking that hard. Oh, wow, you blocked that Luke Shen shot with one second left. Difference maker, (laughs) right? Um, It's a team that's out of the playoffs. It's a team that uh, isn't very good. They have a lot of cap issues with yeah. those two being the primary offenders mostly. Yeah. Um, but I again, I, I, I don't know. I, I think Logan Couture might. I, I, he said it wasn't really a, a thing afterwards, okay. but yeah. a lot I of feel people like saying, he's, I feel like he might be a guy that has those yeah. things.
1: And you wait 30 seconds and you're down the tunnel and no one sees it. Right. Right. That, yeah. Doing it, it on yeah, the bench
0: the right after. Yeah. And, yeah. and especially a guy like Eric Carlson, right? Like yeah. of <laughs> all the guys, went-
1: yeah, Carlson just went like this.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like, I, I don't know. He's like a, a, a cool Swedish guy. He's not going to... Why are you yelling at him, you know? Exactly, exactly. Like yelling at Alex Edler, but a, a better. <laughs> yeah,
1: a better a better Alex Edler.
0: <laughs> yeah, a way better Alex Edler. <laughs> That's um, funny. Yeah. So the Canucks go 3-0. Yeah, yeah. And, yep. and suddenly, after last week, when he said it's over and they have no chance, well, suddenly, the Canucks now have a 5% chance. Mm -hmm. So Money Puck has them at Uh, 5.1. The Athletic has them at 5 because the Athletic just rounds to the nearest number. So it could be 5.4. It could be 4.6, whatever. Um, So the Canucks have a 5% chance. Now, to put that into perspective, we look at some of the other teams that are around them. Mm -hmm. Um, Vegas is sitting at 41.6% right now. LA is at 77.6. Dallas at 84.7. Nashville at about 92 okay um now for the Canucks to get in they'd have to pass Vegas and LA right that's sort of their that's their path the better path
1: yes that's, I agree that's the easy path
0: the easy yep. path the easier path yep. um Vegas right now is uh they' they are they've been hot they had they've had one bad game and that was against mm-hmm. the Canucks lately they have a lot mm-hmm. of injury problems but they might be getting Mark Stone back tomorrow
1: yeah which Ooh. is
0: great great for the Canucks
1: yeah awesome um, Great, good job
0: now here's the thing money puck does this great thing and you you might have seen it saw it on my tweet where based on the next game it will sort of they give you their preview and it will tell you um how like how the odds are impacted based on the results of this game and Mm -hmm. i'll see if i can just share this because that's just going to be the easier way to do this Uh, so i just go share Okay, guys, Fair. if you don't like numbers, you're going to
1: want to turn away because this. if you don't like there numbers... There are numbers on going on your
0: screen. Um, okay. So this is basically the the odds here. If Vegas... So Vegas, like I said, is at 41.6%. If Vegas beats the Canucks tomorrow, yep. they go up 10% to 517 So it's huge for them. And if they lose, they drop to 29%. Wow. So Vegas, Vegas has about a twenty three percent swing in the cards tomorrow, uh, potentially, based on what happens. Mm-hmm. Now, if we scroll down, we get the same thing for the Canucks. So right now, if the uh, if the Canucks win in regulation, their odds go from five percent to eight point nine percent. So about nine. So about one in ten, one in eleven odds for the Canucks, which is a lot better than one in twenty. If they lose tomorrow. It drops to 1.6, mm. if it's in regulation. OT doesn't do them many favors either. So basically, it's a must-win, right? And we knew that. Um, the Canucks just need to—they need to beat Vegas. Uh, and tomorrow's game is where it can just be over. If they win tomorrow, we—we we get a little bit more hope. If they lose, they're done. Now I did another fun thing. So what do mm. we think? The Canucks got to win eight of the last nine, right? Yeah. That's sort of the idea. Um, if the bank, if you were to flip a coin okay. nine times, and you wanted your result to come up either eight or nine times, right? You need at least eight of the nine to come up in a coin flip. I think it's under two percent. I think I actually I googled it. Uh, one point nine five three percent. Just basically coin flip where if you wanted nine flips, you need at least eight of them to be wins. Uh, 2%. So they're, the, the odds makers are being a little nicer because yeah. the Canucks have some of those games, I think, are going to be more 50-50s like tomorrow's. I think the odds makers have that basically at a 50-50. There's going to be some games like the game against the Senators and the Coyotes coming up here that are going to lean the Canucks way, So that helps them a little bit. But like we said, Canucks got to win out, basically. Mm-hmm, and this game... Mm-hmm. To get up to 9%, that's the ticket.
1: You know what's interesting, Parker? If they beat the Knights in Regulation, 8.9. If they beat the Knights in OT, 7.2. I get it's less because the Knights get a point. But if you go up to the Knights one, if they beat us in Regulation, 51.7. If they beat us in OT, so they're basically not even counting the one point we get. Is that fair to say?
0: Right. I think they're the not idea, idea it is anymore. if they yeah. beat the Canucks in overtime, the Canucks odds are so inconsequential yeah. that that's not their threat, right? Gotcha. Um, because keep in mind, Vegas needs to stay above Dallas and Nashville, right? right? Dallas and Nashville, I think, are the only teams that are having an impact on this. Yeah. Uh, they to we- stay ahead of one yeah. of them,
1: right? That makes sense. Uh, so I, I think that part doesn't yeah. matter. Okay, uh, cool. Just something I noticed is that's my auditing background. I have no clue what. it. No, I, I, I understand what the numbers mean. It's kind of interesting. By the way, speaking of numbers, I love these segues. That's all I'm good for. Shannon, $5 donation. Thank you. Congrats on one year of Canucks After Dark. Many more to come. We agree. Thanks, Clay and Parker from Shannon and Rob, and I'm sure Shannon's cat, Charlie, as well. So thanks, you guys. We appreciate your loyalty as well. Thank you. Thank
0: you very much. Yes. Yes. Um, And there's other people like Time Froggy saying, didn't you already say their playoff hopes were over? (laughs) Yes. 1% means over to me. (laughs) Did you predict that the Canucks would win three in a row? Guess what? They're probably still over. 5% isn't great. But guess what? It's a lot more fun to hope. It's a lot more fun to -hmm. to ride it and say, hey, they're going to beat Vegas. They're going to beat Arizona. They're going to beat Dallas. And
1: then it's going to be 22%. And we're (laughs) right back in it. Do you think we could convince anyone if we add Money Pucks (laughs) 5.1 to the Athletic 5?
0: We have a 10.1.
1: No, no one's going to. Wait, what's
0: Hockey Viz at? We can add all these up. Hockey (laughs) Viz. Hockey Viz. Uh, Do they have playoff odds? Where are their playoff odds? Come on, Hockey Viz. Add it to 10.1 playoffs. He, they have the Canucks at 5.9. So we have a 16% chance Sixteen percent chance guy. Okay. Okay. It's, and we can just keep adding more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's in the cards. It's just, if you have a deck of cards, there's only two cards in which the Canucks make it. Uh, so, so it's oh,
1: I thought you're going to make a joke, a joker joke there. That's what I thought you're going to do. Actually.
0: Hey, that would have been good. I'm not that creative. Um, all right, let's Very preview good. the next week. Do we want to do that? Knock those out, and then we can go yeah. into some other topics. Tuesday, tomorrow night, Vegas, Vancouver, at Rogers Arena, 7 p.m., I hope. Is it 7 p.m.?
1: Yeah. Are you okay, going, good. Parker?
0: I am going. That's why I need to make sure it's at 7. Sweet. Yeah, it's at 7. Uh, awesome. So, so can Canuck, I uh, Canuck's taking on Vegas. Like we've said, it is a must-win um vegas might be getting mark stone back they've had a bunch of injuries uh, a bunch mm-hmm. of guys that they are, have the ability to put an ltir because they have been out for a while uh, and clear up just enough cap space for mark stone to get in the lineup uh, which is great we love that yeah. um so all the canucks need is for alex chase on to keep scoring and everything will be fine
1: i am happy you're going man that that's awesome i will be bowling as i do on tuesday nights i, I want to Feel Jake's mojo and 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 maybe I'll bowl well tomorrow. So Gail and Kayla are going. So you might see the two emo ladies at the game. Yes, yes. So they'll be going, watching only the most important game of the entire season. So I am glad you're going, man. I really am. And yeah, we are interested to see if if Stone gets in. Obviously, that makes a big difference. That'll be a boost. That'll be like us getting one of our top two three scorers back. Um, it should be good. It should be good.
0: Yeah, Mark Stone's just just one of the best players in the league. Yeah, right? like that. That's it. He he just. He, he just happens to be a very good hockey player mm-hmm. uh, Selkie candidate year over year um so yeah getting uh, getting him back would uh, would probably be good I mean he's at a point per game in the he's only played 28 games this year point per game in that time um and uh, in that time he's been very good uh so wow. the Canucks are going to uh gonna need to be on their a game if they yep. want to uh if they want to take Mark stone out and uh, yep. knock down the golden Knights. Um, but obviously we're predicting that they win because if they lose, (laughs) then there's no fun and the next two games don't really matter. Right. Uh, so let's say they're going to win.
1: We got to keep it going. Exactly.
0: All right. That takes us to Thursday. Also at home, Arizona is, this isn't a must win. This is a, you better win. There's no, there's no excuse here. Uh, if you want to, you want to have a shot, you got to beat Arizona. They just did five to one. Uh, have they played air? What was the other time they played Arizona this year?
1: Uh, we they have played Arizona them.
0: twice, they played Arizona on February 8th yeah. and on April 7th. Both games were 5 1 Vancouver, so I will be predicting a 5 1 Vancouver win because <laughs> stats.
1: Um, and you're right, Parker, this is a not a must win, it's 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 a gotta win. When, when you think if the Canucks want to keep their very slim trumps, chances alive four of their last five are against Minnesota Edmonton, Calgary and LA not in that order, but those four teams and not to mention a Dallas one too who's ahead of them. so you have to beat these these win these Arizona Ottawa Seattle games and then win four out of the five hard ones it's yeah 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 that's why it's, it's a little hard. It's a
0: little bit difficult, but yeah. you know why not? yep, yeah. why not just do it just win the games right? <laughs> um so we're also yeah we'll predict wins for both and then monday which is i think a late one if i'm not mistaken i think it's uh it's a 7 30 start on what? monday next monday uh dallas in vancouver stars at canucks uh mm. so this is basically going to be your post game show folks uh canucks after dark next monday night at well, 7 30 right. um Again, must win. This is going to be a tougher one, though. Uh, Dallas isn't a team the Canucks have to get ahead of, and it's yep. likely that that won't be the case. Right? LA is going to be the target. That April twenty eighth game hopefully will be exciting. Um, it's. Uh, I mean, again, I don't know what else to really say here. They
1: they got to win. Yeah, they do. And as much as we want to build it up to a very important game, obviously we've seen it. A lot can happen in in. A, a short week in, in two games. So imagine, imagine if the Canucks win the next two, as we hope they do. And they're bumping right against Dallas, even though we, we both acknowledge that the LA Vegas path is better than the Dallas Nashville Winnipeg path. For sure. For sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's our previews, I guess.
1: Yeah. That's exciting uh, that you're going tomorrow. Do you Are you? you have good seats?
0: Yeah. They're decent. Good. Good. We're, we're down low. Download them. Nice. Nice. Which will be good. Um, yeah, yeah, so three games, three must wins. If the Canucks win all three, I mean, if they win tomorrow, they go up to what was it, eight percent? What did we say mm-hmm. it was? Yeah, uh, something along those lines, eight, 8.9 okay. percent, uh, 8.2, something like that. So if they win that one, and then if they beat Arizona, they probably go up to like 11, and if they yeah. beat Dallas, maybe they go up to 15, 16, 17, somewhere in there. Um, and uh, they still would have to win. Five of the last six, which is a lot more doable than 11 <laughs> of the last 12.
1: Yeah. Yeah. When you break it down like that, they, they win these three if they do, easier said than done. They're sitting at 86 points in 76 games. Yeah. They, to be safe, they go five and one and they're at 96. And if you want to cut it real close, you go four, one, and one or four and two. That, that might not get you, but it's good. It's, it's, uh, it's fun. It's fun that we're still in this and, and, and paying attention on April 11th.
0: Yeah, meaningful games in April. Not very meaningful,
1: yeah. but meaningful <laughs> games in April. And that's all that matters. It also uh, helps that like, like two weeks delayed, too, this year. So, like, we're still alive.
0: Other news around the Canucks. Spencer Martin. Mm-hmm. Yaroslav Halak is old news. After yeah. these last nine games, which of which, how many do you think Halak gets? There's two back-to-backs. Yeah. Do you think he plays two games? yeah i do i think I do. he plays one really which one i think so this is the way it'll work he will play the ottawa game in the back-to-back after the so they'll play uh, dallas on monday then they yep. play ottawa on tuesday if the canucks beat dallas uh which again must win and they get uh, ottawa on tuesday they put Halak in because i think they think they can work that out yeah um then they get Minnesota on the 21st Calgary on the 23rd two day break crack yep. on the 26th LA on the 28th
1: Oilers on the 29th yeah you gotta play Demko you're right if, if, if that last game means anything you gotta play them then Demko yes. plays
0: yeah if, if yeah. the Canucks are out which more than likely they will be 95% chance they will be <laughs> um then yeah you play then you just play Halak right why wouldn't you uh you probably mm-hmm. play Halak like most of the games at the end of the year just to give Demko some time off um but I think, yeah, if if they were to somehow beat LA at the end of the year and be like tied for a playoff spot, let's say, or just in by one point, um, then yeah, then you play Demco because you're trying everything you can to win that game. Um, but then Halak's done. Cause if okay. the Canucks do make the playoffs, they probably get knocked out in the first round and Demco plays all the games. Um, or they go on a run and Demco plays all the games. Either way um Halak likely has one or two games left in the Canucks uniform uh and next year it will be the Spencer Martin show uh what was the contract with
1: 750 it was so is way cheaper than i thought i yeah way cheaper 767
0: uh so he will be making uh 762 um for as his cap it for the next 2 years uh, one way deal I meaning he makes the same in the NHL as the AHL, and I think I sort of hinted towards this, uh, yep. saying like, "Hey, well, they can just give him like guaranteed money if he's in the AHL, and that's that's a good raise, right? Because this year he made he he's on an eight hundred thousand dollar contract this year, but it's only one oh five if he's in the minors, right? So he's making, I mean, he's making less than a software developer <laughs> in the states, right? right? Um, as a as a professional hockey player, so uh, picking, giving him basically two years of security, a guaranteed one and a half million dollars for the next two years to be the backup for the Canucks most likely. And and the thing is about that deal that also gives the Canucks the flexibility to go sign a different backup if they wanted to, right. They could just go get another goalie. Uh, and it has no impact that just, again, real money is the only problem there. Uh, so I mean, there's, there's literally zero downside here.
1: I agree with you, Parker. It's a good signing. Um, the path is clear for Martin to be Demco's backup for the next two seasons for sure. But like with any team would do, they're going to bring in another two guys. So Di Pietro will still be there at training camp. And then you're exactly right. They'll likely bring in a, another goalie to battle uh, on a cheap contract or a PTO, something like that. So it, it's a three goalies battling and you don't just hand it to Martin because that's actually, that's, that's not right. You never know. You never know. He might falter he might get hurt. Something will happen. So you got to have at least another NHL caliber goalie around. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's good. It's a good deal. But Yeah. There's no, there's no downside. It's a great contract. Uh, I wish we saw a little bit more of them when the games meant less and now they mean something. So he'll act there Uh, either way. Spencer Martin back for the next two years. Uh, And the only other thing really on our news docket that we had uh, were the injuries, uh, Mm. Besser and Pearson, which I'll let you take away.
1: Yeah, sure. I do. Yeah, I was uh, at the game <laughs> where where Pedersen and Besser tried to make a Ben Hutton sandwich, and uh, Pedersen uh, Hutton slipped Pedersen's check, and Pedersen actually ended up checking Brock into the boards and hurt Brock uh, Brock's arm. He tried Brock did play the third period, but then that was it. Then Pearson, they showed a highlight where he got kind of sandwiched in the Arizona game, but others were saying that it actually happened earlier in the game where he might have slid into the boards. Regardless, Pearson came out of that game. So we learned today, everyone, that uh, Besser is closer to returning than Pearson. With Besser, Bruce Rujo said he won't play tomorrow, but there's a good, good chance. There's a chance he plays by the end of the homestand. So either against Arizona on Thursday or Dallas on Monday, which is actually a whole week from today pearson he said flat out he's not gonna play this homestand so whether that means he gets into one of the final six games or he's already anticipating that he's not gonna play for the rest of the year which would suck uh, but we'll see so if you're wondering why guys like you know (laughs) richardson dickinson lockwood patan why all those guys are playing and playing so much is because we have four top ten top nine forwards or maybe top 12. we have besser pearson huglander and highmore all out so yes uh don't expect any of them maybe Bester will be the soonest out of all those guys but they're all dressed for the team pitcher at least today all looking good but you don't have to skate around for that yeah (laughs) it's too bad it's too bad but that's why guys like pod Colson. that's why guys like chase on are indeed stepping up in guys like Bester and pearson and hoglander's absence oh we can't hear you parker
0: well, that's because I hit the mute button. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, you guys like Pedersen, who's on a heater right now. Horvat, yeah. who's on a heater right now. Alex Jason, who's on a heater right now, um, which are great. Uh, you got a couple of power play options with OEL and Hughes going on. The Canucks have a lot of good things or things that are working, but a lot of things that could stop working really quickly. And, and that's, mm. again, why you just got to hope everyone keeps up this hot streak for the next nine games um, yeah. and uh, and hopefully Besser's back uh, in time for some of those last few games.
1: Yeah, I agree. And Edmund, just so I I don't want Edmund to get scared. I I don't want to get misconstrued. Uh, Pearson is not out for the year, but there's a chance. Uh, They didn't say that, but there's a chance he might be a small chance because Boudreaux certainly uh, didn't give him any chance of coming back for this first three game homestand. So we'll see. We will see. Right.
0: Yep. Awesome. Um, Any other, I think that was it uh, for our topics. So uh, do we want to uh, do we want to reminisce or do we want to take some questions or what do we want to do
1: here for the last well, twenty minutes? Well, we can go ten and ten. Let's reminisce first because I think you know we're not going to reminisce next week on a year. Today's the year, so let's reminisce for for five to ten minutes maybe. And uh, um, Parker, maybe we can reminisce really quickly. Well, so everyone in the chat, put in your favorite. What well, it doesn't mean your favorite something you remember about us for the past, maybe it was your favorite show, your favorite thing that we talked about. But Parker, can you give the closed notes version? I know some people have asked me offline simply how we met, how this whole show came to be. I know you've shared it once, but maybe you could share it. Is a good time to share it one more time.
0: Yeah, I sort of cold messaged Clay. Uh, I, I straight <laughs> up pulled out my my sales tactics. Uh, I uh, he We had sent sort of DMs back and forth, uh, but I basically put together a long pitch basically a shark tank pitch saying why uh saying that i wanted to do some sort of like weekly show or something like that i didn't want to do it by myself because that Mm. would be sad and lonely and then i started doing that anyways with the post game show (laughs) uh so so i said hey let's do uh let's do some sort of show some sort of video youtube based show and and uh and clay said he was interested and i think like four days later we started it uh it was we we were, we were like well when do we want to do this it was like april 7th or 8th and i'm like well the yeah. trade deadlines in a few days that'll be a good good one and then of course we start doing this thing uh, right before the off season uh, <laughs> so we had nothing to talk about for 5 months but we powered through yeah um and uh, and i think we pulled it off
1: yeah and i will say when parker yes we were messaging each other i w- i would actually compliment parker cuz i noticed his videos Right when he was starting, and then when Parker actually reached out, it was a no-brainer for me. I'm, I'm not just saying it, it was right away. I said, No, this makes sense, and it's about helping each other out, it's about affirming each other, encouraging each other, supporting each other. His channel has grown a lot since then. My channel has grown, and together this channel has grown. Like we we crested over a thousand subscribers in our first year, which is which is wonderful. It's it's uh was unexpected, and we, we're not trying to do this full-time, obviously. We're we're not we don't have any uh career. Ast- At least I can't speak for him. I know I don't, I'm too old, but this is a chance where we get together for an hour and hang out with a hundred of you every monday night and it's awesome it's awesome it keeps us sharp it keeps our channel sharp and there's a lot of cross-branding which which it should be and one funny thing i'll take you behind the curtain those first shows you guys uh parker would do these awesome google drive or google sheets and he would he would enter in topics and then once in a while i would jump in there and say yeah no or think about this one too and we would get together like half an hour before the show (laughs) <laughs> and then, well, after tra- two months- hold on
0: hold on we tried to get together half an hour before the show
1: yeah you did show up at 9 50 most of the time that's true well hey when, when you when you got natural you just you just no i'm just kidding and then uh as we got as we got more comfortable and we developed i'd say a pretty good chemistry right away and we actually got to meet a couple times um whether it's our busy lives or our confidence and trusting each other let's just say that we don't get on here too much earlier than the, when you see us but there, there is still some prep for sure that Parker does. You, know does. you know
0: what's funny is I didn't know how long we did the Google sheet for. Yeah. We did that like 15 episodes. Uh, really? 12 episodes. Yeah. Um, it was because before we switched to StreamYard where we can put these banners in and use those. Uh. Um, so that was, uh, that was pretty useful. But it is funny going back and looking at like <laughs> the one from June 14th. Wow. Topics. Oh, the coaching staff. Oh, they're going to pick a name for the AHL team. Um, oh, the 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 round two, there was some games in round three. Uh, Dougie Hamilton's talking to other teams, right? Like they, we had nothing. We had, we we had nothing in the offseason. Uh, but we went for it anyways. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it's yep. been a lot of fun. Um, I think the some of the highlights, uh, don't do that was a good one. Yep. Uh, and that that turned into a fun thing. Yeah. That we did for two months and then dropped it uh, <laughs> uh and i think i still think my favorite individual moment was when you were here and i did the manscape read and you literally just turned your chair all the way around and just and you just you just pretended you weren't here anymore and i thought i thought that was fantastic
1: I love talking about this kind of stuff, and I hope viewers that you guys don't mind. It is not meant to be inside jokes, it's just a, a peek behind the curtain. Park and I were talking about this at my meetup last month, too, how that was one of the funniest things. And I also love that we we did that show together at your place. And I know the funniest thing is, as soon as you, we went live, I was so excited. I was basically screaming, and you were, I don't know if you were wearing your headphones or you were, because you were signing, you, you actually told me. You actually told me to calm down, like right on the right on this uh, 20, whatever you are, 24-year-old man of a, a guy double his age, calm down. I said, no, you're right. I got a little too excited. But yeah, that's, uh, that's how we've gotten to know each other a little bit better. And I will give Parker props. You know, this isn't a Parker Clay Mutual Admiration Society, but Parker, it's his vision. It's his tech. It's his accounts. He sets up the banners. He makes sure that we're good to go. Uh, so I appreciate that about you, Parker. But one thing I, I should say, too, is we have to be realistic it was as the year of COVID where no one was going out, where no one was traveling this summer, Parker may have plans. I know I have plans. So we we might have to get a little bit creative with the schedule, but we will take that as it comes. But we know we appreciate your loyalty regardless. So
0: yeah, there's some stuff to think about there. Yeah. We had nothing to do last year. Um, <laughs> I'm planning on doing a lot of golfing. And uh, if we're doing Good. Canucks after dark from the, I guess I should be off the course by 10, but yeah. sometimes, you know, you 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 make the last putt at nine 55 when there's still that little glint of sunlight in in August. Uh, But we'll, 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 we'll we'll do our best. We'll
1: see how it goes. There may be a 6. AM Sweden one for me in there. I think Uh, we may have to talk about that as well. Yeah. 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 Live on location. (laughs) Hey, let's read some of these comments. Some of them are great. Actually. They're all really great. I love reading stuff that we forgot about. Actually. I don't know if I saw John pond in there. That's also one of my favorites that you came up
0: with. John pond was a good one. I'm, I'm happy with that uh i wish it took off a little bit more uh lots of <laughs> people like to don't do that uh yeah. justin keegan and lucas all mentioning that yeah uh, peter liked my quote about fire everyone um yeah. hey and they did it and look what happened
1: yep absolutely not edmund, saying I'm a with genius the... but no no you're you're good edmund with the more sentimental one but so i'll read this one you guys showing up the majority of the mondays and spending an hour of your time to talk next is so much appreciated we appreciate that thank you it, it's a a uh, sacrifice—not the right word—but it is a small sacrifice because we both have families and we both have jobs and and other interests. But we make this a priority because we love doing it too, for sure.
0: Yeah, and it wouldn't be as fun without you guys here. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, if if it was three people watching and no comments <laughs> and no feedback or anything, it would be. I mean, Clay's fine, but
1: it would get a little <laughs> old. All right. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of old or young, uh, a lot of comments about the sons—the Pearson, the Chaseon, the Larson, the
0: Peterson yep those were good those were those were fun that was only really a one day thing but it it is weird that people remember these things because like i don't remember a lot of these things until you mention them yeah um shiraz with the nice comment uh saying uh you both Mm -hmm. have your strength they complement each other uh my analytics combined with clay's veteran perspectives wow that's (laughs) i'll take it that's one way to put it Just uh, I love it. Veteran is, I, I like
1: that word. Uh,
0: that's that's fun.
1: I can be the Alex Chase son of the group, and Parker can be the PD. I can live with that. I can live with that.
0: Peter says, I look like Tanner Pearson. I've never heard that before. Um,
1: mm, no, I, I'm looking at I see a bit of uh, Spider Man in you actually.
0: I got a lot of uh, I got I think someone said I looked like uh, uh Troy Stetcher early on.
1: Oh, I and can I, see that too.
0: I got that a little bit more um
1: What's the what's the Spider-Man actor's names? Tom Holland. Yeah, you're Tom Holland. Troy Just Stetcher to be
0: Way less attractive. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna call you Tom Stetcher. No, I won't. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> Thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Um. <laughs> all
0: right. Let's see here. Fun Q saying, "Counting Parkers." Let's see here's and taking shots every time and not remembering the second half of the show. Do I say that a lot? I haven't noticed that. Uh, but that is, <laughs> I
1: that didn't is notice funny. that. I actually didn't notice that either. I have quite let's... a few.
0: Um, I do that a lot of my post games when I'm trying to ignore certain comments and read other ones. Uh, so while I'm filtering through, I, I gotta be like, let's see, what are we, what are we doing here? Uh, all the people getting mad at Brock Besser for not scoring uh, <laughs> and saying he's useless and should never play and should be in the AHL. Um, and I just, I can't do it
1: anymore. <laughs> do you ever rewatch do you ever rewatch either your own streams, your own vlogs, or this and not nitpick me, nitpick yourself? Like think about oh, I just did one there. I said, like, I know I say you know a lot. I try not to say right because I don't know, you know this. I think I've told you this parker. If you listen to Sat, Thomas Drance, Jamie Dodd, everything, it's always so Besser is got a qualifying offer, right? And you he wants to play and and, and play up to it, right? Like they always say right, and I get it, it's it's a word whisker. It's a thing. But so my question to you is, do you ever listen to yourself and try and improve that way and, and catch certain things?
0: I don't, it's not worth it. I can't listen to my, I can't do it to myself. Um, I do on my, when I make a video, Yeah, I, I watch that after, after mm. I've uploaded it um, yeah. because it's usually like eight to 10 minutes and I can handle that. Yeah. Um, no, I, I do know I, there's some, there's a word that I can't think of that I say all the time. Um, I say absolutely
1: a lot, um, but I, I do no. have a few that i, I I've heard you say yeah, at the end of the day, now. at the end of the day a few times.
0: I do say at the end of the day yeah. a lot, yeah,
1: yeah. but i yeah. but I say you know and write all the time, so and it's not a competition. It's just we're trying to improve we're trying to improve. Yeah. Someone says you, like yeah, says you look like you're twenty. Yeah, Jasper says, you look like you're twenty. Well,
0: I, that'll be a compliment eventually. <laughs> if i if I, if, I, if I get that in in twenty years, then i'll be I'll be pretty happy.
1: How come no one says I look like I'm 20?
0: I don't know what to tell you. It's It's the veteran presence.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You call me VP from now on. Veteran presence.
0: (laughs) Uh, Shiraz, thank you for the $5 super chat. We appreciate it. Uh, Thanks for a fun year. Uh, Thank you guys as well. Um, RP88 says, will you guys watch a game together next season? Probably. We went to the training
1: camp together. Um, We should. We should. I should. I should be more generous and invite Parker. I am blessed to go to a lot of games. Um, so when my family's not fighting over the tickets, I will bring Parker next season for sure. Fair It'll enough. be good. I wish have, have invited you
0: tomorrow, but I know tomorrow's bowling night. So oh, thanks I man. I didn't,
1: I didn't extend the offer. Okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> um, all right. Uh, any other questions you guys have, whether it's show related or... I like Nathaniel's.
1: Related? Nathaniel's also, what does it take to get all the connects YouTubers together for a video? Physically in one place, it, it's easy, but then it, how good of a show is it going right. to be? It, right. It's actually easier to do something collaboratively or, or virtually, but Parker and I even talked about this. Even if we bring in a third person, it's fine. It's The, tech, the technology is there, but then every time you add in another person already, we have two. You're simply cutting into their, their talk time too. So it's something that if, if we hear from you guys though, that you want us to bring guests on, we will consider it. We won't do it for sure, but we would certainly love that kind of feedback for sure.
0: Yeah. And, and if we do some social stuff, I mean, we did the, we went, I went to your meetup and we did yep. the, the thing there. Uh, yep. We didn't do a video there or anything, but you yep. know, we've been we in the same place before. Uh, I'm sure there will be times where we end up in the same place, whether it's us yep. and, and some other people
1: that are in the community. Uh, if it'll happen, uh, yes. at some point. Absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you, Jasper. I know I don't look like I'm 48 cause I'm only 47. Don't age me. No, I'll be 48 in two months. So
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, Lucas. Oh, Lucas with a $10 super chat. Uh, I'm coming to a game tomorrow. There's your notice, <laughs> but I will be with a group of people. So I don't know if I'm going to be straying from the group too much. Oh, it's not just
1: you—not just you and one other. There's a group. That's great. We have four.
0: Yeah, we have awesome. our, a,
1: a four group. Uh, so it'll
0: be a, a fun little adventure. But thank you very much, Lucas. I, yeah. I appreciate it very much. Um, uh, RP88, what would you choose as the goal song for next season? I this is something we really talked about. I don't think on the show, uh, and it's a fun topic with with nine games left. What are your thoughts on uh, the
1: current goal song? It's okay. I don't, I remember the song when it came out cause I, I'm that old. It's it's okay. I, I sing along a little bit, but it's not the most pumper upper, but I don't mind it. You, I think it's good yeah.
0: until I'm there.
1: Yeah. You know, like
0: I, I hear it on TV and I'm like, Hey, you know, it's kind of, you know, you get a little bit of vibe going, but it does sort of, it feels like it takes the life out a little bit. <laughs> um, similar to the Maple Leafs, right? The Maple Leafs have you make my dreams come true, which great yeah. song. And I like the idea of having something sort of quirky, um, yeah. but I also think it's got to have some energy to it. Uh, so i I just I would change it. Abbotsford has holiday uh, okay went back to it which is it was great. I went to an Abbotsford game yeah on uh,
1: Friday and uh, and that was that was fun. you know, I was just gonna say this, Nathaniel beat me to it. Uh, Bruce there whoop, there it is tag team. like I know Bujo would hate it. But when I'm in the arena and they play that song, or actually it's usually the fans start singing and then the DJ plays it. It's actually pretty hyped, actually. It's pretty good. It's pretty... Oh, there's a word I say all the time. Actually, I just found it. Yes. Nice. Yeah. I go, whoop. there it is.
0: Yeah, that'd be good. Um, Nathaniel had the same idea, it looks like.
1: Yes, yes, yeah. He was... Yeah. Uh, Actually, up above, Kai asked a good start to the the hockey question. you guys think it's essential to make a decision to either side train Miller in the summer, I can only imagine being in a playoff spot next deadline and he isn't signed. Yes, it would put ownership in a pickle. Does it get that fire Parker?
0: I think summer's summer's the time to make the decision. Okay. Um, I think you have in summer, you have the leverage of we don't have to do it now. Right. Mm-hmm. You have that backup option at the trade deadline. Suddenly you might get some teams being like, well, you're going to lose him for nothing. He's not going to sign with you. Well, we'll take him for two seconds. Thank you. Which again, I think there's the opportunity of a bidding war and things like that, but it, it's a little risky. Also, teams are much more likely to go all in on a player in the offseason, right? It's much yeah. easier to, to trade a bunch of assets and not really disrupt your team mid season, yeah. uh, and grab a guy like JT Miller and then build around that um for your playoff push right it really increases the amount of teams that can get involved right instead of yeah, it doubles it right yeah yeah. instead of the top like eight teams maybe that that might be interested in the offseason you have everyone who's who's hoping to make a little push um like like what the canucks did two years ago when they traded for him right they were sort of on the edge and they were like hey we want a piece that might put us over the edge and we're going to trade that first for him Mm -hmm. um so you get you just you you sort of you increase the the pool uh, there's teams can go over the cap, but during that time, they can make some yeah. extra moves. Uh, they have free agency to help out with. I, I think the off season just makes the most sense as the time yeah. to, to make that move.
1: I agree with you. Next, uh, Justin asked a great question. I heard, uh, Matt's carous and Blake Bryce talking about this a lot. It's one thing, one way to think that Besser's sitting there with a 7.5 QO, but what happens if the Canucks file the arbitration, what's called a reverse arbitration, and actually try and get him signed for a year for 6.3. Do you think that wrecks... Does that wreck the relationship with a player that could still be important? Or will Bester's people understand that's part of the business? Because if he had a really good year, they'd be trying to gouge the Canucks.
0: Yeah. See, I didn't know anything about this until about eight seconds ago. (laughs) Um, So, from my understanding, you can do less money if you yeah. if the Canucks file for arbitration um again i i think they have the opportunity to still go longer term at uh, around that number yeah the problem is yeah i bet that does sort of hurt the relationship especially if you don't have a good faith conversation first right i think i think they there's a way to do it where you go to them and say look here's our offer for long yeah. term if you don't take it we're going to do this um, because it's the 7.5 just doesn't work for our numbers. Uh, yeah. we want to be a competitive team next year. And to do that, we need you at this number, which is why we're willing to do that number at longer term. Uh, otherwise we have to do this. And I, I think you can play it that way. And I think if, I think if you're at the point where that's enough to sour the relationship, the relationship's probably soured anyways. That's um, fair. Cause I think, again, I think you can do it in a good faith enough way
1: that you can get away with it and the way you presented it just now parker that makes sense to me because in turn Besser's agent will realize gosh maybe this is our best chance because if we actually went to a true arbitration we might get killed like we we, we because Besser did not have a good year so i love the way you put it and that's why maybe you can find a two or three or even more max four year four or six and a half six three as as justin said and then the relationship is fine on both sides. And then it, you kick the can, as they say, down the road a little bit more. It's going to be fascinating. I think that's going to be the number one story to watch during this offseason for sure. Yeah, that
0: will yeah. be interesting. hmm mm-hmm. uh, What else do we got here? <laughs>
1: um Anything you're you're seeing here? <laughs> I'm just laughing at Peter's comment. connects are three and zero since Clay decided that the connects would lose to Vegas. Parker, in my vlogs, I always say that the connects are going to win, almost to the point where, it's not farcical, but I was betting against. I mean, I was talking against my my head, and then I just said, "Fine, Vegas is going to win." then Vancouver wins. So the next game, I joked, fine, Arizona's going to win. And uh, Sorry, I and mean, then Canucks won. And then, so I San Jose game, I actually predicted the score 4-2, and I said, it's, and San Jose will win. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Everyone knew what I meant. And sure enough, Canucks won. So I'm just going to keep picking the opposition. That's kind of bad, right?
0: Yeah, we talked about this earlier. You're just too negative. Uh, you're continuous, you know, saying, you know, the, just your constant lottery, your draft lottery simming that you do all the time. Um, you know, just it's... Uh, it's yeah. it's getting old. The Canucks are, are the best team in hockey, and okay. you need to accept that.
1: Are um, you ready for one more segue? You know who's not negative? Lucas Gates, another $20 donation. You're going crazy, so, Lucas. Let's answer this one. What would you guys do with an expansion NHL club with an expansion draft? Would you focus on developing players with veteran experience like this guy, or would you build up the team via the AHL system? Parker, what says you?
0: I wouldn't do what Seattle did. <laughs> the easy thing to say is I would do what Vegas did and make a yep. contender. Um, when I do this in the NHL games, which I haven't done in a while, mm. I just get the youngest, most decent guys I can. Yep. And basically I, I literally think what you do is you get whoever has the most value that is available from every team, right? Decent contracts, uh, guys who are, who have the best trade value. So you can do what Vegas did where they picked up, A million defensemen and said, Oh, hey, defensemen. We have all of them, and their defensemen are really valuable right now. So we can trade for a bunch of picks and get a bunch of stuff from that, right? It's just you just stockpile as many assets as you can. Uh, you're not winning year one. You're you're trying to win like year five. That's your goal. Yeah, your year five or six. You you get a bunch of draft picks, you you stock the cupboards, you get a bunch of guys on cheap deals, and you try to do something there. Um which is a lot easier said than done, but I just, I think you just don't follow Seattle's model.
1: I agree with you. Well said. And I I also think not only do you not follow Seattle's model who loaded up on some veterans actually, but you also don't go all AHL develop because I don't think fans are going to be that patient. They've waited so long to get a team and then you're going to tell them three to five years until we're actually competitive. I don't think that works either. So uh, yeah, what Vegas did was smart and that's why we hate them so much.
0: Yeah. I don't like Vegas.
1: (laughs) Tomorrow will see be them. very yeah. fun if they lose. Yeah, you're gonna pummel them tomorrow. We're gonna pummel them.
0: All right. It is eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, should we wrap up with Peter's question of who's the most handsome player on the Canucks? Sure. It's 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 kind of a a bad question because I think the answer's too obvious.
1: But I'll let you take it away. Well, now I'm intrigued. Um, I'm confident in my. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh... Well, Brock Besser seems to be one obvious answer. Good-looking guy, good hair, good smile, very good personality. Got some not-so-good-looking guys on the team, but uh, I wouldn't know that because I'm a GLCPC, so I only focus on – no, I don't focus. I, I'm not going to call anyone out for not being that good-looking. No, I'll go with Brock. Yeah, it's it's really easy. <laughs> it's uh, if, if Troy Larson, Setcher. Sorry, Larson's go ahead. up there.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, uh, but it's it's Brock
1: Besser. Guys. If Setcher was on the team, would you put him up there? Trick question. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'd put Brock Besser up there. Okay, okay. Uh, Shroud says Pearson's eyes are dreamy. Uh, Edmund says Jim Rutherford. <laughs> He's looking good. Uh, oh, by the way, did you
1: see uh, the video of the team photo?
0: No, okay. I, I didn't. Okay. I didn't know there was a team photo until I saw okay. your tweet.
1: So you know the team photos, uh, the goalies, right? They it's uh, The way they're sitting, their pads are... are... <laughs> In essence, up against their chest. So it looks like they have no torso. So yeah, that was kind that. of funny. Yeah, and Boudreaux, the way he's sitting, he looks like a little kid that's bursting to do something bad. And they've told him, you better smarten up or you're not going to get your piece of candy. Because he no. looks like he's... It's just, it's it's cute. It's endearing. I'm saying that about a 67-year-old man, but it's true. I that's love grace Yeah, thank you.
0: All right, with the- that, we're going to wrap up. So yep. thank you guys for celebrating our, our one year uh our one our one year show anniversary with us um it has been fun if you missed any part of the show you can rewind back to the beginning or you can find it on your favorite podcast platform shortly whether it's spotify or apple podcasts or pocket casts or overcasts or google podcasts or other ones uh they're all it's on all of them uh so go find it there uh we're gonna keep doing this and we'll see how it goes clay any parting words for the night
1: Well, it's cool. Between you and me, we have the three games covered. You are going tomorrow, and I'll be hitting Thursday with Marie, who's singing the anthem, and then on Monday, Easter Monday. So, And then we have our show, which we'll figure out. So we're going to see three wins between the two of us. How does that sound? Yes, hopefully. Probably not, but yes. And happy anniversary to you and to us and to everyone. Thank you very much.
0: All right, guys. Have a good one. We'll see you next week.
1: Okay, I think the show's still going. <laughs>
0: I hit the leave button. Did you do me. that on purpose? <laughs> nope. Have a good night, everyone. <laughs>